What in the fuck is really going on out there? Bud's in the basement. Good morning, America. Good morning, America. Welcome to the Bud's in the Basement podcast. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say. And Bubba's full of uh, good laughs this morning, so I'm laughing as I introduce this show. But I'm here with Bubba. What's up, dude? How you doing, girl? Drinking your uh, cafe latte or whatever you're doing there. No, just black coffee. I love black coffee and big, huge cups. Oh, my god! I'm like the trucker of the radio world. I love it. Nice, nice. Black coffee. I miss coffee. Um, I haven't drank it in a long time because it tastes gross to me. Now, I'm trying to get on your level. I'm trying to get onto the green tea thing. I've just been stressed out of shit. Dude, green tea is actually great. It um, is. It gets me fucking jacked in the morning. Seriously. No, no, it does. It really does. Not like coffee. Dude, I could drink a pot of coffee and go to sleep. I'm one of those people. Yep. I really am. But for some reason, I could have one cup of green tea and be like ziggity boom for a while. You know? See, I kind of giggle about green tea because back when my mom was alive and I was trying to get a new job, because sometimes as a young buck, you'd jump from job to job. It is what it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she she would always go, well, you better start drinking green tea. That was the cue for you got a drug test. <laughs> green tea <laughs> helps you because green tea helps you get rid of THC. You know, I've never heard that before. Not green tea. I've heard a lot of things, but not green tea. You have to pretty much drink. Uh, what I would do is, you know how you make sun tea? I would take like a whole box of green tea and just let it sit on the porch and like brew through the sun during the summertime. I would drink two really? gallons of that, make sure I piss through my ears, and then about another gallon of water you're good for a fucking drug test it's heavily and they don't say it's too diluted or anything see i had to take a pee test uh a couple years ago and it was pretty intense because you know they i only it? had 10 days well no so what <laughs> it's pretty that would have been uh you know what i might take more drug tests if that were the case right hey, amen <laughs> can't rape the willing but, uh, anyhow Dude, I had 10 days to pass a drug test. It was like a surprise thing. Hey, you got to pass a P test so you can do X, Y, Z. I don't want to get into that too much. Anyhow, so I call my buddy who is a manager at the dispensary. And uh, I said, hey, I got to pass a piss test. And they're testing for verifiers too. Like I can't just take the P test, you know, and take like ready clean or something. You know, they're looking for that shit. So he says to me, apple cider vinegar, beet juice, organic beet juice, and organic cranberry juice, and a shit ton of water. So I'm like, all right, I got to fucking do it. I got to figure it out somehow, dude. So I'm doing shots, two shots of cider vinegar every morning, right? Along with like a wine pour of beet juice and organic cranberry juice, right? Yeah. Dude. I like beet juice, okay? Beet juice, I like beet, so beet juice, beet juice wasn't so good. bad. It was kind of sweet. And, beet juice and it's good. really good it's for good. your heart and blood and all that yeah. stuff. It, there's like a bunch of health benefits to it. Yeah. Now, the organic cranberry juice. Not that ocean spray shit you buy. The sugar-free. Yeah. Like, dude, that stuff is disgusting. Yeah. It is so tart and so, like, foul and vile. You know, uh, it was just so gross. 
And so I did this for 10 days straight and drank a shit ton of water. But I passed my piss test. Mind you, I am a heavy, heavy, heavy marijuana user. Heavy. And I'm fat. <laughs> so you know what I'm... Yeah, because marijuana stores in your fat cells. That's why it stays in your pee yep. for so long. So the fatter you are, the worse you are, you know, when it comes to taking a drug test. Very true. But uh, anyhow, I managed to get through it in 10 days, and I had been smoking like an eighth to a quarter because I wasn't quite on the gummy level yet. So, I mean, here and there, edibles, whenever I could get them, you know. And, uh, well, hello, Boomer. Boomer has managed to make it down the stairs because I forgot to block you off. Hello, buddy. Oh, no, 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 no pouting. Oh, my gosh. So I forgot to block my dogs out. Holy shit. And now he's mad because I'm down here without him. This is his spot down here is in the basement because I have this uh, this fucking, I call it a wrestling mat. It's an old futon mattress. It's disgusting. It's so And old. it's his. And it's it's all his. Dude, and the dogs, no, they both go there and they fucking throw down. They, they wrestle. It's great. Nice. But, uh. But yeah, anyhow, you know, if you ever need to pass a pee test and there's verifiers involved in shit, cider vinegar, uh, a organic cranberry juice, which is foul, good luck to you, and beet juice. Now I'm gonna give a little tip to my thick folk of these days, cause yes, I got a little shoe in for you, cause everything's either usually a mouth test, which if you hear that, eh. They're usually not looking for weed, so don't worry. You're pretty much good. Just continue it. But when it comes to a pee test, my fellow big people, we have these thick thighs for a reason. Go get yourself some fake pee, a.k.a. monkey pee, and keep it in your groin area with your rolls, man. It keeps it nice and hot, <laughs> nice and warm. The whole, the, I can't tell you how many... How many freaking job interviews I've been at, and I'm just sitting there with a good thing of monkey pee just in case if I need to take a drug test. It's all nice and bodily warm. They ain't going to question you, and you don't need a fake dildo for it, man. You can just sit there, unscrew it, drop it in, get going with life, folks. So if did, you I ever tell you about my did I ever tell you about the buddy of mine that fucking took a pee test speaking of the fake dildo yeah. so he got the wizenator right <laughs> he got one. It's, it's called the wizenator well you got the wrong my buddy's whiter than i am i'm a fair-skinned irish guy that's just what it is right yeah. and he's whiter than me even this motherfucker got himself a black wizenator so when the person was watching him take his piss test for his probation they were like hey man what the fuck like <laughs> how can you be that stupid dude yeah, we'll go ahead and use a black willy. <laughs> yeah, but too funny. But now, now that we got that all out of the way, um, we got to get into what of these assets do this week because they did some shit, and we need to get into it. So, Bubba, I'm going to let you take this one a little bit because I know where I want to go, but I got to see where you want to go with this one first. Well, okay, where I'm going because it's morning. Um. One of my favorite things I like to do on the weekends is I like to make something different, folks. I like to shake it up, not with waffles or pancakes. I like to make breakfast tacos. <laughs> and, you know, I don't have uh, anybody in my house named Jill Biden that can help me out with that recipe. But Jesus Christ, that was some of the most racist fucking shit. A first lady, let alone anybody, could fucking say about a people. 
That was now. Let me let me let me go here real quick because some of my favorite people in the entire world are from Central and South America. Oh, if not all of them are my favorite, man. Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Like I've worked I worked in restaurants for fucking almost 20 years. I ran across so many fucking you know people who are Spanish descent, Hispanic, whatever, Latinos, whatever you want to call them, not Latinx. Because that's racist as fuck, too. Side I don't note, know where that came side from. Side note, the, Latin- the Latinx thing, trust me, I asked it, asked it to any one of my Latino friends, co-workers. They're like, what? Oh, they don't understand any of that shit. It's, it's like fucking white people fucking went over there and tried to fucking, sorry, white liberals, my bad, tried to fucking <laughs> speak be- on behalf of another race again. So, yeah. Malcolm X was right, you know, beware of the white liberal. Because, dude, she referred to Hispanics as breakfast tacos. They're they're unique as breakfast tacos in San San Antonio. That's what she says. Now, (laughs) so many fucking things you can compare them to. You compare them to fucking food. Now, oh, man. It's really fucked up because these are people who re- represent the, the free world. They represent the United States of America, right? So we got Joe Biden repeating the line, or end quote, repeating the line, quote, right? We got Joe Biden doing that. I'm putting that up. Sure. We have Joe Biden referring to um, Hispanics as tacos. Racist. So fucking racist, by the way. And we have Hunter Biden biting Hunter Biden smoke are arguing with a hooker about how much crack is on the scale. You can't look guys can't make this shit up. These are the people who are representing the leaders of the free world. This is the United States of America. Hey, no bad, no mean tweets anymore, man. No, no, no. And Trump wasn't fucking Trump wasn't fucking innocent in this shit because do you not remember when Trump made fun of that handicapped person? That's pretty fucked up, right? Actually, that was out of context. The media put two and two together. He thought they they made it look like he was talking about a handicapped person. You got to understand, Trump did a lot of stupid shit. Same thing with the thing about Charlottesville. I'm, I got to beg to differ with you on that Trump thing because he was all like, ooh, like that. And but, I was like, but man, he, you're a fucking he didn't, asshole. He didn't, go, he didn't direct it to him. That's the thing. Whenever Trump always talked... He always had his who look. It it happened before that. That's why I'm getting at you on that one. Not really getting at you, but kind of commenting on it. Man. You can get at me. We're allowed to do okay. that. Okay, I'm gonna get at you. But also, like my favorite thing. Listen here, motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. But my favorite thing <laughs> is the Charlottesville shit, where he, where me, mainstream media only made it sound like that there were good people on both sides, and only pretty much uplifting white supremacy. I'm like. Watch the full fucking clip, people. Watch the full clip. Nah, that shit was beyond taken out right. of context. But right. however, rewinding it back to the to the handy camp gang that you know Trump made fun of, I'm not gonna take that view away from you or anybody else who also feels like that because when you do talk like that and you're supposed to be a not just a political fi- figure but be professional, period, it's very tasteless. So. You do got me on that one. It was very tasteless. But, I mean, like, dude, these are literally the people who are representing 
the United States of America. We are supposed to be. But you also got to remember right? what Trump, what they did for like, like with Hunter Biden. I mean, granted, they weren't doing crack and shit, but they saw, uh, uh, you know, the Trump family working for the White House as nepotism, you know. So that's why. I... Right. No, but but the the problem is right now with our political. Uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? Atmosphere. Our political re- yeah, our political atmosphere is that it it's okay for people to say things and or act like that, right? Yeah. It's okay for the for the the president's wife to say uh, Hispanics are like tacos. I think that's really fucked up. I think it's disgusting. Really, honestly, Um, what Trump did, you know, on on occasion when he would get on Twitter or whatever was disgusting. Okay, and these are the people who are representing our country. Like. We're the United States, dude. We are supposed to be. uh, What what am I looking for here? The word an example. We are supposed to be an example of the world on how to do better, right? So it's pretty fucked up, you know. You're not hearing me, are you? Uh oh. Oop. And we lost Bubba for a second there, guys, and that's that's okay. But uh what I'm getting at here is the leaders of the free world should not be making um a bad look on other people, on other countries, on on whatever it may be. We are the United States of America. And here we are, and Bubba is back. Can you hear me now, Yeah, brother? sorry. We're back in here. That's cool. But uh, what I was trying to say when you were gone is, you know, as, as the United States of America, we are to set a standard. We We are to set a standard to be better and to be prosperous and peaceful and we are not giving that vibe off right now at all and we haven't in a very 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 long time and we need to do better we need to do better when it comes to that um you know i i had a little uh a little rift with somebody on social media and they're like well a lot of people fucking get hookers and smoke crack well they aren't wrong okay defending it eh? but a lot of people aren't the president's son. And that's what it is. And a lot of people's wives who say stupid shit aren't the president's wives. We're supposed to be better. We're supposed to set a standard. You know, we are not supposed to be the ones that are putting gasoline on flames. And we are. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. I'm going to go ahead. It's disgusting. I'm going to go ahead and compare the last three (laughs) first ladies. So we got Jill Biden. Uh, Melina Trump, and you also have uh, Michelle Obama. Okay, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama. She was very charis- charismatic. She tried to implement a program for to watch kids wait. I personally think she was a very positive person. Um, on behalf as the first lady, uh, Melina Trump, very elegant. She carried herself super professional. Like she didn't have too much to she, say. She didn't have too much to say, but she also did things for, you know, children. 
especially those who were in the hospital and everything like that, always did. She always went for kids, especially sick kids. Jill Biden, still kind of kind of waiting on that one <laughs> until breakfast tacos happened. Well, check this out, dude. Like, here's the thing. The powers that be and the media and, and even and, and Biden and Trump have pretty much come out and said, hey, we're going to give this another go. We don't need that. I don't think that America should accept another fucking Biden Trump rerun. I think well, that would be a disaster, to be quite honest. That's with you. interesting that you say. I that really, really do because uh, the Biden approval pers- uh, rating right now. Now this is an aggregate of all polls: thirty-seven point seven percent approval. Only twenty-six yeah. percent of Democrats want him back. Hang on, let me see if I can pull this little tidbit up on my phone real quick because. That's funny you say that. Um, oh, did I not save? I did not save it. Son of a bitch! Fifteen percent of them but are anyways, lizard people. Five percent of them live well, no, in check volcanoes. This out. No, I'm joking, folks, on that. <laughs> the Democrats that are under thirty years old right now do not want Biden. To oh, run the one. Again. Oh, they are, I know that one. Isn't it like ninety-two percent of them but, don't want? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's something crazy. I thought I saved it. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Democrats sorry, under guys. the age of 30, 92% do not want him. They are not having it. And I think, and I don't think Trump should run again. I think America would burn to the fucking You have hardcore if we Trump's, had a rerun of Biden You have Trump. hardcore Trump people. Uh, go, like, okay, so it's like this for the Republicans. Trump has announced in New York Times uh, magazine, not New York Times, but New York magazine, that he will be running. However, Ron DeSantis looks like a more stronger candidate for the GOP. So they're actually going to have something going on in that one. Here's the thing. Here's what I think in my own head right now. Trump will be 78 years old when uh, the 24 election comes. Right, make him eighty-two uh, if he did a hold another term. Now, now, I don't think he's going to run. I really don't. A lot of people might think. I think he's riling up a crowd right now, and and getting a good cash grab on all his little rallies he's doing because he makes a bunch of money doing that, and that's fine to each their own. But what I think Trump is going to do is get the crowd riled up, and then DeSantis is probably going to run for president in twenty-four. And he's going to get the big fat Trump endorsement from, or he's yeah he's going to get the big fat Trump. Yeah, he'll endorsement. get the big fat one. DeSantis. Uh, personally, I think DeSantis would be. Uh... <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of Republicans all day on that shit. But anyway, yep, I personally yep. think that DeSantis would be the the better shot for the Republicans. Uh, military guy. Not to mention he's a he's a naval he was a naval officer, so that. For some reason, I prefer military folk trying to be a president because they've had to serve before they serve again. Um, right. You know, I want Tulsi to run for libertarian. Please, dear God, let it happen. Just make me feel good. <laughs> I think here's 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 my ticket. Here's my ticket for the 24 election, who I would love to see run anyways. Um I, I put a poll out on Twitter, um, and it was DeSantis, Tulsi, 
and Spike Cohen. Um, with that being said, I feel to me personally that Thomas Massey would be a better pick for the GOP, but I think uh, DeSantis would get more of a push from the GOP, and I think he'd get that fat Trump endorsement, which would be whatever. Yeah. Now, anyhow, my my three people I want to see personally run in 24 would be Thomas Massey, Tulsi Gabbard, and Spike Cohen. You know, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. And so... Tulsi for... Massey's probably not going to get it. It'd be DeSantis. So I think it would be DeSantis. You know, he's going to get... He's going to be the front runner for the GOP. Would, he just is. The, the way Democrats he handled Florida. give Tulsi the nod to move? That's the million-dollar like, question, and I don't think like, so. Like, seriously, if she was actually, like, running up against Trump or DeSantis or anything... I would be super tempted to throw my my vote that way. I would be super tempted. Um, I said super tempted. See, I didn't here, say I'd fucking do it. Goddamn, calm down. No, you do whatever you want. That's what I'm saying. This is, you know, people can do. You know whatever how I they feel want. about Tulsi though. She's my fucking fave. Well, that's me. Okay, so Tulsi Gabbard is really on my radar too. I like her a I lot. Love Tulsi. Like, and I just last night was watching you know old YouTube videos of the. Uh, of the debates with her and Kamala she and, and Biden her and all, all that. over the place. And I really like her. And she reminds me of a classical liberal a lot, which is if you're a libertarian or an anarchist, you're a classical you love liberal. Classic That's what liberalism, you dude. Oh my God. Yeah. I know classic dude, liberalism is great. Um, if you're a current liberal, you're not going to like that so much, but uh, I'm not a big fan of the current liberals at all whatsoever. Um, some of the stuff they stand for, yeah, but as a whole, no. And progressives, you know what, we should call them progressives. You know Stop calling you know them what liberals. I don't, don't like about them? Them trying to defend a 9.1 inflation rate of the last month. Now, 9.1. The Fed releases the inflation rate at 9.1%, ladies and gentlemen. This is just what they're telling us. I'm telling By you. By the way, that's 9.1 extra from, you know. We're going. We're, we're going horribly. Now, what did now now Bubba the mouth? I want I want you to answer this question. What happened right after that inflation fucking rate came out? What did Joe Biden do right after that? Oh, didn't he like fucking defend it or some shit? Oh no, he sent more money. Oh to Ukraine. yeah, more fucking <laughs> money to Ukraine. The world's fucking watching this money laundering happening, man. Holy shit. It's fucking blackmail, dude. What do they have on Joe Biden? I would really love to find out. Because at this point, like, you're just sending money at will when our situation here in America is grotesque. It's you disgusting. Know the dollar? It is vile. You know, it's You know foul. the buying power of the American dollar is only worth, like, 77 cents right now? The buying power, the purchasing power of an actual of disgusting. Your fucking money is not much disgusting dude. you know what's more disgusting department of human uh health and human services proposal budget of 2023 two trillion dollars up jesus christ up from one trillion from <laughs> 2020 and guess what's in the fucking proposal vaccination mandatory status 
It's all in the bill, folks. You know what I say about mandatory anything? Go fuck yourself. That's what I say about mandatory anything. Of uh, Health and Human Services. Now remember, that's FDA, that's CDC, NIH, and a whole other handful of organizations underneath that shit. Dude, we are... FUBAR does not fucking say what I want to say. Generations have been destroyed, and we haven't even seen... I have yet to see my kids' great-grandchildren yet. You know what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> like... Dude. This this spending isn't a game, folks. Like, I don't think you... You know, I hope you understand from listening, but if you don't, I'm going to tell you how this goes. When you print money and just keep printing and keep printing and keep printing and keep printing money and not doing anything with it or or giving it away or whatever you, you, you want to call it, you guys, this is where the inflation comes from. This is where this fucking insanity, this is where the fucking $5 gas prices in Michigan are. There are more in other places and less in other places. But this is where it comes from, is from these fucking cocksuckers printing fucking money at will. It has to end. And the only way it's going to end, I'm telling you guys, and I know I got people on both sides of the fence here that listen to this show, but this doesn't end until you get rid of the duopoly asshats. It doesn't fucking matter. They literally love spending money. The Republicans are no better than the Democrats. Trump spent $3 trillion in fucking 2020 during COVID. Biden comes in and spends another six, another seven trillion since his presidency. Imagine if Trump stayed in, the money would have just kept being printed. It doesn't matter. The Republicans and Democrats will keep printing money. We need this to end. We need this to end now. And the only way to do it is to fucking get them out of office. Folks, I'm suggesting you learn how to garden. And you learn how to shoot a rifle for hunting and protecting. Yep. Because I don't know what to tell you. Because And then also learn how to dig a six-foot hole in case. Yeah. We're, we're not looking too good, people, man. We are looking fucking grim. Store shelves are empty. Oh, grocery my store God. Shelves, not just store shelves. Fuck stores. Grocery store shelves are emptying. The pet store shelves are Let's emptying. Let's go ahead and talk about I mean, this store is, shelves know. right now. I'm a, I'm a constant consumer because I buy fresh, right. whether it be for work or whether it be for my house. We're talking food, okay? We're talking about food, herbs, eggs, all that. And I buy, I buy it on the cheap cheap because it's – it's just easier for my family. We go to Aldi. Eggs used to be uh, between 48 and 68 cents a dozen pre-pandemic. Now we are officially looking at 238 a dozen at Aldi. I bought eggs yesterday from my local Meyer because I had to go get some nose spray for my kid. I figure one-stop shop. Why not? Right? Yeah, cool. <laughs> Cage-free eggs were three sixty-nine a uh, eighteen for for eighteen, and uh, regular eggs were four twenty-nine. Yep. 
So it's, I'm like, so if I get the cage free, I'm paying less and I'm getting more. There's a lot of shit that doesn't really fucking add up. Milk. Holy fuck. Have you seen the prices of milk go through the roof? Five bucks a Holy gallon, yo. Shit. Five bucks a gallon. I, I was like, up there with dude, gas. The, I was like, dude, <laughs> this is like fucking Hawaii slash, uh, uh, what do you call it? Alaskan prices for milk, bro. That shit's not fucking cool. Hamburger. Fucking cheap ass hamburger. Hamburger, some we used Ground chuck. We used to fucking be able to live off that no problem is a you know, low quality product, you turn good with hamburger helper, meatloaf, or anything else you do in life. Whatever you want to do with yeah, it. Yeah, now it's damn near like uh three almost three fifty a pound. It used to be a lot cheaper. I saw it for four ninety nine a pound one day for ground chuck and I was like, <laughs> Holy shit. Ground chuck and is four ninety nine. My man, a pound. I love what you do on uh Facebook on Sunday fun day with your grill days. I love what you make. Dude, I know them cuts are not fucking cheap anymore, bro. No. Holy shit. No. I can, don't even tell me the price. Actually, go ahead. Tell me. I don't I, I don't <laughs> want to tell you the price because, like, and actually, like, we're going to have to chill out on doing shit like that. You know, it's going to be burgers and dogs. Oh, man. It's going to be like, glizzies and patties. It's getting expensive. <laughs> you know, everything's expensive now, and it's sad. And, and, and the worst part about it is, is that everything is expensive because of the government. And what they do with their with the money, right? These are, these are, this is their- and they're but they're not doing anything proactive to make it better. Here they are. The Fed fucking uh, comes out with a nine point one percent inflation rate, and Joe Biden immediately sends another one point seven billion. To well, Ukraine. remember this time last year. Please let that set in, folks. Make it make sense to me. Please make it make sense to me, because it's not right now, and it's actually very disheartening and very stressful. You know, and there's people out there that are living. They, over 60% of, Amer- of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, oh, yeah. literally. Oh, God, yeah, I'm, I'm there too. But this time last year, remember you know, I kept on showing those, those videos of farmers fucking destroying their crops and everything? And everybody's yeah. just like, what are you talking about, man? I was like, dude, they're getting rid of fucking goods, man. Shit's going to be expensive here in a minute. And... Lo and fucking, fucking behold, Bubba was right. Where's my gold crown? Oh, that's a tinfoil hat. <laughs> but no, it's crazy. And and we have to, you know, I keep saying, hey, stand up for yourselves and stand up to this shit. You have to. There's no choice at this matter. And when it comes to this fucking midterm season, I really hope that all of us, you know, all of us, including myself, you, whoever, I I hope that all of us take the trash out to the curb. I can't wait. I can't midterm. wait for election night for the midterm. Because we're not going to Republican and Democrat us ourselves out of this problem. Because they are I'm the treated like a Super Bowl party. I'm gonna get some food. I'm gonna watch the meltdowns. Because <laughs> the I told you so. I don't want. I don't want meltdowns. I want better. I, I don't want meltdowns. I don't I want, understand I want that, brother. Better. But here's let's be a fucking realist. People are gonna melt down when this dumb shit happens, man. Especially what I'm kind of hoping for, because you know everybody's saying it's a red fucking tidal wave. It's gonna be a what red if fucking it falls tidal wave. short on the on the on the red side, and they get even angrier. Oh God, what a hornet's nest! This is a win-win for a fucked up country. <laughs> I I don't want to see it. I want to see. I want to see people stand up for themselves. I want to see people vote gold. I want to see people go for libertarians. Um, it's it's the only way out of this mess right now. Like I said just a minute ago, we're not going to Republican or Democrat ourselves out of this situation because they are the situation. We have to get them out of here. Either that or fucking 
we just need a whole revolution. People need to just fucking stop fucking around and and get real. Now watch out with that word revolution. Hi NSA, how you doing? We want to say good morning to you again. Oh yeah, the NSA can because go fuck themselves. already, They've folks, been look, we have enough. been. I'm officially shadow banned on almost all of my p- platforms, even my personal shit. Like nobody's seeing my shit anymore. So same thing, and that's <laughs> another thing. So. Once again, you guys, we are being shadow banned on all social medias, including Twitter. You know, now. sometimes I Twitter's wonder if I'm going to get a, you know, a, like a couple guys at my doorstep wearing nice black suits and, you know, Ray-Bans will be like, oh, the men in black are here. <laughs> well, like, but I mean, here, here's the catch. You know, we want this show to do well. We, we love doing it for you. Um, we need your help. Get what do we got to talk about? I mean, only puppies? Really you guys want puppies? I got puppies to get them away. I can't find holes for them right yeah, now. Yeah, Bubba the Mouth does have three puppies. Um, they're they're about seven months old. They're pits. They're gorgeous. I wish I had I more room, but I don't. But so many shelters and nobody's taking them because of the fuckery we're going on with. Well, everything everything short set. Even like I had to go give blood this morning at the uh, at the doctor. And they were, the lady was telling me, like, I'm so sorry, we're behind, blah, 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 we're short-staffed. I was like, look, don't say nothing to me, I get it. Like, You know, it's you one thing. Do your thing, take my you blood. You know, it's one thing I think you know, that's pretty whatever. interesting about the short-staffedness. It's not that the thing of nobody wanting to work. I got to put that shit to the side real quick, okay? It's people fucking woke up and that they were working for peanuts. They're finding ways of making money now. Differently. No, a lot of them, dude. A lot of people, especially in my industry, I don't know about yours, a lot of people fucking left the food business. A lot. Like, you now have Little Caesars starting people out at $13 an hour. For the longest time, that bitch wasn't going past 10 Dude, McDonald's here in Oak Park is $17 an hour. The Chipotle is the same $17 way, an hour I mean, for fucking Mickey D's? Straight wow, up. I should promote that shit to every fucking young buck who's not sure what they want to do in life. It's better than, option than going to the army. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. So like so with the, with the 9.1% inflation, even if they fucking raise the fucking minimum oh, wage to $15 yeah. an hour. Like shit. I love how my raise pretty much only covered not even the inflation. <laughs> It's crazy. I had to raise my prices for my business. I didn't have a choice. You had to. You have to, man. There was no choice. You know, the materials have gone up. Gas has gone up. Everything's gone up. So I have to go up, you know. I got to live too, you know. And I'm not gouging people or trying to do I'm pretty fair. And the crazy thing is, is like, for the most, the American dream is to own your own business and conduct your own things. It's putting, what's going on right now is putting a chokehold on the American dream. To be honest with you, like, there's a lot to be said about just being able to go to work and collect a check. I commend that. I I really do. You know, you get paid every Friday. You just go there. You perform and do your job, and that's it. When you're self-employed, there's a lot way oh, there's more to so it many way more. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's extremely stressful. I mean, yeah, I, there's a lot more freedom involved when you are self-employed. Yeah, but you're also right? you are technically on the job twenty four seven because you're constant because. I'm you working. I'm working when let, I'm not let's working. Let's think. You don't you know, know how to I mean? shut it off. I don't know how to shut it off. Like I'll go home and I'll start writing random menus out of boredom. I'll be like getting creative. Right. Be like, dude, I can't shut this off, dude. I'm living work. <laughs> That's what sucks. Right, right. 
But let's before we get out of this political nonsense, because we have to do that. Like, honestly, for my own mental health, like this political stuff has to get pushed to the side for a little. Push while. it to the side. You know, not in push it to the side for a little. There's so much more to life than this bullshit. But really, like before we do take off, though, I want to tell you guys, like, it's time to take your trash to the curb. And I mean that when it comes to the elephants and asses, they got to go. You know, if you want change and if you want your freedom and if you want your liberties as a male, female, you know, LGBTQ, black, you know, white, whatever, you know, Hispanic, whoever you are, if you're an American and you want your freedoms and liberties, you have to vote gold. You have to go libertarian. And I'm going to push this a lot for a while now because it's midterm season. Take your trash oh. to the curb. Nothing's going to change. It's going to be the same shit. I kind of want no matter what, if you keep putting these people, there. I meant to say this, um, since, you know, moved to the new neighborhood and everything, I really enjoy right? my street. It's a, it's a bickering war of political who you want. <laughs> oh Jesus. Are you serious? I have, I have one house at the corner. When I turned down my street from work, it's beyond pro Trump. Uh, and then like not too far from that, you have every single, uh, what do you call it? Flag, like Black Lives Matter, uh, the, the 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 new I like to say LBGTQ. I remember it used to just be a rainbow flag, but apparently it's got a bunch of more stuff going on now. They got that hanging up on their on their window, <laughs> um, proclaiming to be a, a a hardcore liberal like all over. And the but what I get a kick out of is, of course, the grass is fucking huge. The front yard is not well maintained. I was like, yeah, that's the fucking person I'd like to see. Yeah, believe in what you believe. That's in. hilarious. And then <laughs> a couple streets down, you have a big. Somebody put a made a yard sign that says "Women's rights are protected in this house," and I'm like, all right, we got some people who are feeling what they're feeling, you know. Like, no matter if I right, agree right. with stuff or not, man, I'm not saying I don't believe in anything that I mentioned, but I love how people are voicing their opinions on their yards. And apparently the political atmosphere around my neighborhood is a little bit well charged. Oh, yeah, it's it's like that here. Like uh, my next door neighbor actually has a uh, a political sign out there. She's not playing for the right team for sure. I'm not going to say which team That's they're their playing belief. for, That's but fun. they're not playing. Yeah, and that's their thing, but I'm like, I want to put a sign out there, and, and my wife's like, Mrs. Buzz, now, don't start I shit. also have a, a retired <laughs> Marine guy across the way. He's not going to like what I uh, raise on my side. I uh, What are you putting out there? I'm putting my all-black American flag out, my blacked-out American flag. Okay. I, <laughs> take no quarter. That's I'm sorry. That's that's how I feel in, uh, about everything right now. I, I wish I wish I could fill in the straight uh, libertarian ticket bubble when I go for in, in for midterms, but I can't because I'm literally voting for myself for fucking governor in Michigan this year. I don't care for anybody who's running. So hey, here's my push right now. Collins for Michigan governor 2022. I'm only halfway serious though. <laughs> well, you'll get. No, but I am. I'm, I'm writing myself. I'm not voting for any of this. 
I, I refuse. I don't. I definitely don't like the tyrant who's in power now, and I don't really like the up and coming tyrants no. on the other side. And we have no libertarians running, so I'm going to write in myself, and then I'm going to just fill in libertarian bubbles from there on out because I made a deal with myself to never vote for du- duopoly assets. Would it be again. ironic to have an anarchy party because anarchy has no government tie? <laughs> I mean, it's no rulers, and that's the no funny rulers, thing. Is it, the point you know? It's 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 not no rules. It's no rules. No rulers. Yeah, it's no rulers. You know, it's it's the same the same principle as libertarianism. You know, don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Well, you I know? always have to explain anarchy to people because I'm like, you think of buildings burning and people going crazy, right? They're like, yeah, anarchy. I'm suddenly going, it's not anarchy. Bro. <laughs> that's called crimes. Right. Right. Well, I mean, but that's what the the media and the and the politicians call it. They're like, all oh, these anarchists are doing this and that and the other. And I'm like, fuck, man, Trump was the worst about it in 2020. The anarchists are burning down all the Democrat cities. Well, it's going to be interesting what? pretty soon because next week you got Democrats voting to ban guns. And then you have people in the GOP voting to ban certain modern style guns. So... Hopefully we get some. You know what numbers. I say to both of those people? Go fuck yourselves, motherfuckers! Fuck you. Come and take them, please, 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 please. Government people, politicians, whoever the fuck you think you are, please come to our houses personally and take our guns, please, please do it. Please. I mean, I had to explain I'm to people the other day nicely. on Facebook because he was just like, "Oh, what?" Uh, when I was. When I'm like, when I, uh, I like to voice my opinion when somebody gets pulled over and guns get taken away. Cause I'm like, so they didn't have a, a, a concealed carry license for this weapon. Or they weren't carrying it properly. Or they weren't carrying that properly. Cause they'll take your gun for that and too. It was, or you were drinking and driving. And it was a, they'll take your gun for it that. Was, it was a AK model. And they're like, and the post goes, uh, the people are like, why does somebody have that? So I voiced my opinion. I'm like, in case the government decides to, you know, be tyrannical and we have ex- the right to have exactly what they have. So some fucking chotch. Yeah, I know. I haven't said that in a while. He decides to fucking <laughs> say, oh, really? You're going to go up against the government with the military tanks and everything else like that? Like, well, just a whole bunch of things. Now, me being a fucking former infantry guy that was in a tank unit, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's easy. Tanks you can easily take out. You blow the track, you grab fucking paint, and you paint all over their uh, vision sensors. And once somebody pops open that hatch, yeah, you go that's ahead and just fucking light them up right there because you already took out the 240 gunner that was sitting on there because he's a sitting fucking duck. And then somebody goes, somebody has a lot of time to think about how they take out tanks. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm a veteran. I was in a tank unit. We were trained to blow track and put it back together as fast as possible in a stressed environment. Every fucking veteran who was in a unit like me knows this shit. And then also I mentioned to that one guy, I was just like, so Vietnam, uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, those people beat the shit out of the U.S. forces. And all because you have like, like uh, what do you call it, Uh, jets and shit. They could keep flying until they need fucking fuel, and then that's a fucking trap for them to be refueled. Right. So when when you have people 
that want to step out onto your Second Amendment right, saying, oh, you want to take on, you, you get to take on the U.S. government? Yeah, fuck yeah, that's the fucking plan. And then also you have a bunch of fucking, <laughs> you have a fucking bunch of folks who are in the military. They're like, I'm not fucking fighting civilians. You want to know why? Because we outgun them. Right. And that's the thing. And there's law enforcement people that are like, hey, we're not into enforcing these tyrannical laws because of how people feel and how we feel. You know, the cops are like, hey, you're putting us in a bad spot by in- making us enforce this oh, bullshit. Many sheriff departments because now, said, we, you know, yeah, we're not enforcing any of that. And they shouldn't. Nobody in the military. And I, I, I have a strong belief that the military would turn their back on Biden if need be. I really believe that. I believe that some would be bootlickers and fucking be like, whatever you say, boss. But I feel like a majority of the military would be like, hey, we're not doing it. I mean, they're expecting for the military to go full fucking Nazi on their fucking citizens. And I'm like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. I don't don't see that happening. It's not going to (laughs) work. Now, the only way it does work, and this is really fucked up, though, is like, this is why I have a big problem with NATO and the United Nations. Is because that's how they could pull it off is by getting other countries. NATO involved. is NATO are the fucking Nazis, man. They just they just went from wearing uh, swastikas to fucking blue helmets. That's it. That NATO is fucking against you people. Us. <laughs> I believe the United Nations started in 1943, and it was supposed to, uh, pretty much stop wars. But we've been at war ever since. Do you realize yes. since the United Nations started, there's always been a war? Yes, always. Yes, man. yes. Always. And then no the matter where it been, is or what or whatever. We have in the military when we were deployed, we had to wear ISAF patches. I S A F. It stands for an international like group of countries together fighting against terrorism. You know what we called it in the military? I suck at fighting because the United States fucking has to fight on behalf of everybody. We're like the fucking world police. And that's it. That's why we need to get out of this nonsense. No more United Nations. No more NATO. It's it's a number one. It's it costs too much money. It really does. It costs too much money because we're floating the bill for everybody else. Wait a minute. We need to worry. Our money could actually go to citizens. Holy shit! I know what a concept, right? We. I know. Oh my god. Side note. Imagine all that tax dollars actually going to the to the citizens. What this country could be. Anyway. Could you imagine that? But, like I said, these things won't happen as long as you keep fucking elephants and asses at the helm. This is... I'm not going to stop now. Like, and, and I might... We might lose some listeners because of this. But I'm going to push the Libertarian Party hardcore now. Because we're at a point now where... If we don't get out of this fucking mess that we're in right now with these other two parties that have done this to us, where we are at as a country, as a nation, is because of government bullshit. Honestly. Why why keep voting for people who are going to continuously fuck you? Seriously. Okay. You know, stop putting these people in office. Take your trash to the curb. I know a lot of people say, hey... Voting libertarians a fucking wasted vote, blah, blah, blah. Well, I beg to differ on that. I, I would say that voting libertarian is actually a very bold vote. 
It's a very brave vote. And it's sending a message to the duopoly assets that we've had enough of their bullshit and their nonsense and the endless spending and the endless wars and the endless just continuously fucking America all the time. This is what they do. Take your trash out to the fucking curb this midterm, please and thank you. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna- I asked nicely. So I want to you know, I want to mention uh, LeBron James's awesome comment about the Brittany Griner situation. Oh yeah, let's uh, yeah yeah let's bring in sports a little bit because this is good. If I'm Brittany Griner, quoted. If I'm Brittany Griner, how do I know America has my back? I wouldn't want to come back to should I come back to America? That's what he fucking said. I love how people think that, you know, even if it was Trump snap his fingers, snap their fingers, and get Brittany Griner out of a Russian jail cell for violating their country's laws on cannabis. Yes, we all agree here. It's a fucking dumb law that what she's going through and what she's... Nobody should be in jail for a plan, Nobody, Even if it's the concentrated carts she got caught with, which... I can't find the number. I've been scratching at the surface for so long. I want to know how many fucking carts she got caught with. Nobody will tell. It's At this point, I'm starting to think she had a big-ass grocery bag full of carts. And I'm like, I highly doubt it because she had to go through customs. <laughs> you would try to hide like one. I'm, I'm thinking like maybe four of them, you know? Hey, how about this? We can trade Brittany Griner for LeBron James. He can fuck right off. But uh, I don't now, care. I hate LeBron James. He's a This bitch. is going to sound like very pro-American. There's also another basketball player, Ennis Cantor, who, by the way, when he became a U.S. citizen, because he is Turkish, born from Switzerland, though, you know, he's he's not from here, and he's actually lived in right. a dictatorship when he became a citizen here in the United States, he added an extra name to Ennis Cantor. It's Ennis Cantor Freedom. Huh. He says that people Interesting. Like, uh, don't like it here, get out. That's what he fucking told LeBron James. You have no idea what a dictatorship is like. You take your freedom for granted. Well, that's a lot of people who come from other countries. So you know, They'll say the same shit. They really people do. People from other countries who have some sort of dictatorship rule on their ass come to America and fucking embrace everything. Well, that's a lot of my friends are from all over the world because I, I, I worked in that industry, service industry for 20 years. I literally have friends from Central and South America, Iraq, Iran, you know, Albania, fucking Italy, Ireland, you name it. I got fucking people from everywhere. And a lot of them will say the same thing, that they came here to seek refuge from an oppressive government. And now the United States government is turning into that exact same situation that they left let's go ahead and talk about these are coming from these are from people that come from socialism slash communism that say this that should say a lot to american people it really should it does to me you know years ago when my buddy and i were were bickering it was during the obama administration and we were bickering on the job about you know government and blah 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 now mind you 
the person we were working for happened to be a Holocaust survivor. And uh, him and his wife both, you know, they were able to get out. They watched their whole families get killed. It was pretty fucked up. But, uh, you know, he overheard us talking one day and he said, you know what, you guys? You are way too quick to give up your freedoms to government. He goes, you have no idea how good you have it here. He said that to me and my buddy working during this probably 2012 ish somewhere in there. You know what I mean? It's, it's been a while now, but he said that to us, a Holocaust survivor. And that always stuck with me in the back in you know, in the back of my mind, like, wow, we really don't know how good we have it here, but it's also up to us to protect how good we have it. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm going to say again, take your trash out to the fucking curb this November and really take your fucking trash out to the curb in 24. This has to end now or it won't get better. I promise you, like, I'm not going to like, you know, tote and be like, oh my God, look at me right now. But you know what? Bubba the Mouth and I have not been wrong on too many, uh, Quote unquote conspiracy theories. What are you talking about? I'm fucking undefeated on my shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) There was one thing I was wrong about, and that was the war. I thought there would be an attack on U.S. soil during the Biden administration. I didn't think that shit would blow off in Russia the way it's blown off right now. But, uh, you know, and and here's the thing. And that's the other. Here's the other thing I want to get at before we get out of politics. And going to kick out the jams, motherfuckers, because that's going to be important, too. Um, Dudes and dudettes. The representation of America has foreign enemies licking their chops right now. Imagine foreign countries that hate us at this very moment, and they're seeing how weak we look as a nation right now. We do. We look weak as a nation. America's weak as a nation right now as we speak. Which will lead me to say that there could very well be something jump off in the United States during this regime. This guy won't even go to the border. You know what I'm saying? And take care of that. Like, this is really fucked up, you guys. And I just really hope that You know, obviously, if you're listening to this show, you're looking for something different. You are. And so we're giving that to you. But take your trash out to the curb. That's probably what this this show will be called, is take your trash to the curb. Because it needs to happen. Otherwise, we're just going to keep getting this, and it's just going to keep getting worse and keep getting worse until we're in full-blown communism. And Republicans are just as much as commies are as fucking Democrats. Sorry. Not sorry. I said it. Now. Let's get into kick out the jams, motherfuckers, because by the time this show hits the fucking airwaves, it will be July 22nd and two days before that on July 20th of 2017, we lost somebody that was, uh, to be honest, very important to my life. Um, Chester Bennington, Lincoln Park, you guys, um, you know, that'll be five years since Chester died. Um, he killed himself on Cornell's birthday. Cornell would have been 53 years old in 2017 on July 20th, you know, and, and they were best friends. They were totally close. You know, they were each other's godparents for their kids and blah, blah, blah. 
Um, dudes, that was a big deal for me. Um, Linkin Park's very first album ever. And because uh, this is going to be music and mental health, because, uh, you know, mental health is important right now. Super. Um, in the early 2000s, I was not in a good place in my life. The very early 2000s, like 2000, 2001 era. Um, I was a very heartbroken individual. Uh, I was a drug addict. I was partying way harder than I ever should. Um, I wanted to die. There was a time where I I did. I wanted to die. I wanted to kill myself, but I was too much of a coward to do it. And so I was just going to either OD or drink myself to death. One or the other. That was the fucking ultimate plan. Right. In my early twenties, I had a lot going on. There was, it was, it was a dark, dark time. When I talk dark, I'm talking, you know, barricading myself in a hotel room in the middle of the hood in Southwest Detroit literally barricaded and just smoking all kinds of crack. Disgusting, 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 disgusting. You know, most people who don't know that about me would never believe that if I, you know, otherwise, but yeah, it was, it was a very bad time. So I'm a manager at little Caesars as a GM. I can't believe they gave me a GM job. I was all fucked up on dope and whatever. I was in a bad, bad place. And I'm in the I'm I'm making pizzas one night. We were listening to the radio and uh One Step Closer came on. That was the first Lincoln Park song I've heard. I'm one step closer to the edge and I'm about to break. You know, I was like, Oh wow, this is pretty fucking cool. I like it a lot. So, you know, I finished my night, you know, and I I get in the car and I'm like, I'm gonna buy the C D. I gotta buy the C D, you know, it's great. Because back in the day you had to buy a CD for one song. That's just what it I was. I miss those days. You know, Nat it yeah, forced right? you to listen to an and album because so you were bored. You had to. And I'm so glad I did. So I drive to Meyer because it was a 24-hour place that sold music. I bought the CD, Hybrid Theory. Dude, I listened to that from cover to cover, from front to back, back to front, over and over and over on repeat, just driving around. And at one point, I parked into a cul-de-sac, you know, on a dirt road. There's nobody there, no houses or nothing. And I, you know, I just need to quit driving for a while. Dude, at this point, I know all the words to every song. I'm singing them at the top of my lungs. I'm screaming them at the top of my lungs. I'm bawling my eyes out, you know, because at that point, I had had an epiphany that everything was going to be okay. That I just needed to get out of my funk and move on from everything that I was feeling. Because in that record, everything that I needed to hear at that very moment came out. It was so bizarre. And still this day, like I get goosebumps. Here's hair on my arm standing up. You see that, you know, because here I am at 42 years old and I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I've never been happier, honestly. And so it took that one moment to take me from essentially wanting to die. I wanted to die. I did. I didn't want to be around here anymore to listening to that album, realizing that there's more to life and that I need to do better. Now, mind you, I didn't sober up that quick from the drugs. I kept doing them, but I didn't necessarily want to die anymore. Right. Um, it took me a while to sober up from the drugs from there, probably another year or so, but I didn't want to die. And so 20 years later, 21 years later, I'm doing the best I've ever done. I'm the happiest I've ever been. 
And all it took was one night of listening to a CD over and over and over again. Now, why do I, why did I tell you that? Because I got a feeling that a lot more people were in my position than would ever admit. So, you know, that being said, that's why that album was so important to me. You know, what about you? Like, how did, did music ever touch you like that? No, no, it, it has. And I'm going to say of recent because, okay, back in the day when Linkin Park came out, that was my shit. You know what I'm saying? Part of my shit. I used to, I mean, very eclectic. I like everybody. Okay. But I'd be jamming out to them. You know, you know, when you're younger and you're not going through anything, you jam out, but you're not really like you're, you're listening to the lyrics, but you're not hearing the lyrics. Right. Right. So love their albums, every single fucking one, even the fucking collab with Jay-Z. Hey, love that shit. That was great. That was fucking. The collab with Jay-Z magical, was dope. Magical. <laughs> and then, you know, every time they drop something like Transformers movies, great addition to the soundtrack. Like you could definitely feel that, that, that sound going to every, almost every uh, Transformers movie in the beginning. Right. So. Anyway, right. fast forward a handful of, like, we'll say with three years ago to now. I've been going through a lot of shit mentally, everything. The lyrics hit different, especially after Chester died. Right. Because, sorry, there were a lot of clues he left out. He left out a lot of breadcrumbs, dude. A lot of fucking breadcrumbs. Seriously, like, if you listen to some of I'm the like, songs. I'm like, this guy especially... was hurting, bro. He had some issues, and he did. Like, he had a fucked up childhood, you know, and he was into drugs and alcohol and, uh, and stuff, too, you know? I mean, it was fucked you know, up. As much as I, as, as I like cannabis, it's not, my solu- it's not my one solution for what I'm going through mentally because, you know, I'm a vet, PTSD, yada, yada, yada. I, I, I go through some shits. I, I, um, we have lost Bubba the Mouth. Oh, I'm are here. you back? There you I'm are. here, hey. man. What'd you say? Because I totally lost you. For oh a no, second. I'm saying, uh, you know, you know, I like to preach about. You're gone again. <laughs> what the hell? We lost Bubba the mouth again. We got to get Bubba a computer. <laughs> But yeah, guys, like for real, mental health is a uh, a real thing. I'll take this solo until he comes back, or if he can't, you know, such is life. But uh, you know, mental mental health is a real thing, and I want you know, I'm pretty sure I said this in the past, but you know, it's okay to not be okay, but it's how you react to that situation. Can you hear me now? You know, oh, I can. He there he is. He is back. Dude, I apologize. I'm still doing things from the car. Because the dogs rule the house, and I need to make my – I'm making my studio. Anyway, like I said, uh, I promote cannabis, but it's not my only one thing I can use for my mental, okay? Cannabis is not for everybody. You know what I'm saying, man? It's really not for everybody. Uh, a, no. lot of, a lot of people, it makes you worse. So between the mental health I try to get from the VA to now, sometimes music is the best medicine for me. And Lincoln Park is the fucking tippity top of what I'll listen to to uh, try to get my mind right. Well, just because, like, if you really think about it, like, lyrically, they are targeting people or sending a message to people 
that have been through some type of shit in their life, which was always amazing to me. You know, and I kind of lost touch with them after their third album, Minutes to Midnight. You know, they just kind of lost me. They got a little bit softer and whatnot. And, and to each their own. But that never took away with, took away from what Hybrid Theory did for me personally. Like, that was huge. I'm still here, you know, to where, you know, I didn't want to be at that point in my life. And it's, you know, I really wish somebody would have been there to save Chester's life the way he saved mine. I do. But when that one because song, that was, when that one song, uh, One More Light, uh, it's hard to, it's uh, so hard to listen to. Cause I'm like, it was his farewell pretty much, man. It was his farewell. And there, there's the goosebumps again. And the first time I ever heard that song was on Jimmy Kimmel right after Cornell died and they played it for him. And like, I wept because I was a Cornell guy. Like I love Chris Cornell. He's the greatest to ever do it in my eyes. And, and so they did that for him. And I was like, oh my God. You know, they were supposed to play another song that they were pushing at the time. And instead, you know, they came out and did one more light. Chester lost it at the end of the song. Like, he had a hard time finishing the song. And I was like, motherfucker, man. And then all of a sudden, a few months later, he's gone. Because Cornell killed himself on the 18th of May of 17. And Chester did it on the 20th of July of 17. On Cornell's birthday. Mm, That hurts. You know. But, like, you guys, like, look, obviously, I'm not close with everybody who listens to this fucking show, and neither is Bubba, but we we love that you're listening, and we love that you, you know, appreciate what we're doing. But I will say this. Even if we don't know you, leave us a fucking message on Messenger or something if fucking you're going through some shit. Because I would rather listen to you, you know, get some things off your chest then have some pop up on social media that you're gone. I really would. Please talk to us, message us, talk to anyone. Don't don't just, you know, there's more to life and it gets better, I promise. I'm 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 living proof of that. I literally wanted to die. You know, 20 21 years ago I did. And I'm here today to say that I'm the happiest I've ever been and I'm so glad that I listened to that album and it and it got me through that. And, and please, like, nothing's that bad. Nothing's that bad to where you need to go away. You know, and like that song said, "One more light." You know, what 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 are the weird? What are the words? When one more light goes out. Uh, oh oh oh! Well, I do. Well, yo, know, that, that, that end part. Well, will I? Who who doesn't care? I do. I'm just sitting there going, oh god. Yeah. You know, I God, I wish I remember the lyrics to that song. A if little I'm bit by myself, like, I'm funny. If I'm by I myself, I care if I'll you die. Let's just put it that way. He's saying, I care I if you yeah, die, yeah, and I care if 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 one of you guys died. Like, I would rather listen to you just vent and vent and vent and get whatever you fucking needed to get off your chest than ever read your fucking obituary in the paper or a eulogy on Facebook or anything like that. It's not fucking worth it. Things do get better. I swear to God, they do get better. I'm living proof. Oh, yeah. So am I, man. What do you got to say, Bubba the Mouth, before we get out of here? Because we got to wrap this shit up. guys, get out there and do something that makes you feel like you. You know what I'm saying? I want you folks to think about something you used to do before you got married, kids, yada, yada, yada. The thing that used to make you 
happy because you need to get back to what used to make you happy. Mental health, it's like the most expensive thing you have. It's not your house. It's not your car. It's not the big-ass TV you just bought. You can't put a price on your mind. It's the most priceless thing you have to yourself. And if you don't preserve it, I mean, what's the point of life then? That's right. I love that. I love that very much. So the message of today's show is, ladies and gentlemen, take care of your mental health and take your fucking trash to the curb. Always take the trash to the curb. Never miss trash. Always take the trash trash to the fucking curb. Never miss trash day. (laughs) Love y'all. Peace. Love y'all. Much love. We will see you soon. Ha, 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 ha.